Chapter Fourteen of the Girl Scouts at Home. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Dahlman. The Girl Scouts at Home by Catherine Galt. Chapter Fourteen. Rosanna turned pale, but she looked steadily into her grandmother's cold eyes. I have done nothing wrong, grandmother she said i go to your room repeated mrs horton pointing to the stairs i will attend to you later rosanna slowly climbed the broad staircase clinging to the handrail and dragging her feet like a very tired old woman instead of a dear little happy girl she felt herself trembling over and over she thought of what she had said to helen of her grandmother i am sure she means to be kind yet here without a word of explanation she was ordered to her room without a single greeting as though she had indeed done something very naughty reaching her room she sat down on the side of her bed and tried to think it out what had she done where was minnie minnie where was she minnie could tell her what had come to pass to make her grandmother so angry she walked unsteadily over to the table and pressed the electronic button by which she always summoned minnie when she needed her almost at once the door opened but it was not minnie mrs horton came in and closed the door what do you want she asked harshly i rang for minnie said rosanna in a low voice you can get to bed as best you can said mrs horton minnie will not be allowed to see you minnie has been discharged she is untrustworthy and I would have sent her packing tonight, but she insisted on her right to stay under this roof until morning. So she is in her room, where I have ordered her to remain. Can't I see her again ever, grandmother? asked Rosanna, with trembling lips. Certainly not, said Mrs. Horton. You are a bad, ungrateful child. Now get to bed as best you can. I cannot trust myself to talk to you tonight. Tomorrow I will tell you what I think of the way you have acted in my absence. I have not been naughty, said Rosanna. I did just as you told me I could do. I saved your letter so I could show you if you said anything about it. Oh, Grandmother, please, I have not been naughty. I have been so happy. Happy, sneered Mrs. Horton. Happy? There's a low streak in you to think of the way you have been acting i will see you tomorrow after i have seen mrs hargrave and when i can control myself she swept from the room without saying good night and rosanna remained seated on the bed her head whirling her mouth dry and quivering rosanna did not try to undress warm as it was she was chilled to the bone what would happen to helen and of course mr culver would have to go an hour went by and another she heard her grandmother coming up the stairs quick as a thought she pressed the button and the room was pitch dark her grandmother approached her door cracked it open and listened hearing nothing seeing nothing she closed it and went on to her own room rosanna breathed freely again and turned on the light an overpowering desire to see minnie swept over her she must see minnie must comfort her and be comforted she felt that she would go mad if she had to spend the night alone she looked at the little gold clock on her table it was eleven o'clock she slipped off her shoes 
and noticed for the first time that she was still wearing her coat and hat she tossed them aside once more put out the light and tiptoed towards the door she was going to minnie with the greatest of care she turned the knob and opened the door a crack she opened the door wide and stepped into the blackness of the hall something soft and warm and human collided with her hands clutched her and a well-known voice whispered dearie after the first moment of fright rosanna felt herself go limp she clung fast oh minnie minnie she choked hush whispered minnie she drew rosanna into her own room closed the door and switched on the light oh my precious lamb she said what did she do to you oh why didn't i come sooner you look fit to die come dearie and let your minnie do for you tonight she took rosanna on her lap and tenderly undressed her then she folded a warm kimono around the shivering nervous child and sitting down in a deep chair took her on her lap and held her tight rosanna stiffened and sat up suppose she comes in she said no danger said minnie i turned the key she laughed and if she wants to see you again she will have to wait until tomorrow no matter what i don't intend to see that look on your pretty dear face much longer now tell your minnie just what happened i don't seem to remember much about it said the tired and frightened child only when i came home and oh minnie we did have such a good time there was grandmother at the door instead of you and she seemed to think that i had done something that had disgraced her and she won't tell me anything at all until tomorrow only she told me to come to my room and go to bed if i could get to bed without you and she said that you were untrustworthy and and that she had sent you to your room to stay until tomorrow and then she was going to make you go and oh minnie minnie what shall i ever do without you there there minnie will find some way of staying near you if she has to wear a wig and make believe that she is someone else entirely what have i done asked rosanna was it all because we went to fountain ferry mrs hargrave said i might go a little of that said minnie but the worst of her madness is because you have been playing with a little girl clean out of your own class as she puts it and she blames everybody everybody that she can discharge has got to go and i guess that will be about everybody but you then i might as well die said rosanna i can't go back and live the way i used to live you know i can't do it minnie i just can't i just can't oh minnie it seems as though i had only been happy for three weeks of all my life and what shall i do i do love helen and she is just as nice as i am and so are her mother and father oh you don't suppose that uncle robert can fix it he didn't come home with her said minnie when he does the mischief will be done it is just her sinful pride if i do say it about your grandmother and sure as there will come a day and that soon when her pride will have a fall i only wish that i could run away with you dearie but you will have to be brave and i will see you as soon as ever i can you know my telephone number and if she ever goes out you can just call me up i don't feel brave whispered rosanna hiding her face in minnie's shoulder i don't see how i will ever bear to stay alone all night that you shouldn't need it if you would like your minnie she said 
just you get into bed and be quiet and i will be back in a minute she tucked rosanna between the sheets and hurried away as silent as a shadow in a few minutes she returned ready for the night she drew a big couch close beside rosanna's little bed and lay down there we are she said taking rosanna's hand now look here rosanna in the morning when your grandmother talks to you don't try to talk back and whatever you do don't be afraid just let her talk and tell her to see mrs hargrave she has seen me all she ever wants to i guess but mrs hargrave is not afraid of anybody i wish she was here now you will just remember what i say won't you dear don't be afraid what will she do to helen asked rosanna do to helen said minnie sitting up do to helen well she won't get within shouting distance of helen i guess that i have not been shut up in my room all evening so as any one would notice it the culvers are all prepared and helen won't know anything about it until long after it's all over that is good sighed rosanna i can't bear to have helen unhappy as i am it does seem as though i have to be unhappy such a lot don't you think so minnie minnie leaned over and kissed her poor child she said softly never you mind i have a feeling that there is something good coming out of this i don't know what but you must bear whatever your grandmother says to you with that thought in mind and remember what i say i will try promised rosanna and then because she was exhausted with the shock of the evening and after the tiresome but glorious day rosanna clasping minnie's hand tight went to sleep immediately when she awoke the next day it was very late the sun was shining through the flower chintz curtains she felt something queer and crackly in the bed by her foot and threw back the covers there was a letter tied to her ankle by a piece of ribbon rosanna could not help laughing it was such a funny place to put a letter dearie it read we slept like tops both of us and now i must get out of here before your grandmother wakes up i am going to tie this to your ankle because that is the only place she would never think to look if she should come in while you are still asleep and go looking through things though the saints know that there is nothing that she would not welcome to see as we have had every button on and not a rip anywhere i take this pencil in hand to tell you that i stayed all night and held your hand at any rate you were holding mine when i woke up not long ago now i am going to leave right off i do not care to eat again under this roof things being as they are i don't know about your going down to breakfast if you wake late enough she will be over at mrs hargrave's and you can have your breakfast up here just ring the bell three times i will fix it with hannah to bring up your tray as soon as ever you call don't forget what i told you last night about being afraid there is nothing for you to be afraid of and you can do it for yourself now as nicely as though you are a grown-up young lady and don't forget that just as soon as your minnie is married you can come and see me as often as you please and i don't think it will hurt you to come and see your own nursemaid in her own little house which is already being paid for in installments and you can cook candy in my kitchen which is to be blue and white in honor of the playhouse and we will feel honored to have you and no one to object whatever you do i must go now oh dear i'll worry every second but don't you fret one minute rosanna dear as there is nothing at all to worry about your minnie her kind good minnie there was one who loved her anyway and she knew helen loved her she determined to be brave when she thought everything over 
she could not feel that she had done anything wrong in the least but when her grandmother talked to her she always felt guilty of everything that her grandmother wanted her to feel guilty about she dreaded seeing mrs horton there was a knock on the door and there was her breakfast the best that a cook could send up rosanna was very hungry and there was nothing left but plates and cups and saucers when she finished and pressed the bell button hannah hurried up and took the tray we think you had better not say anything about this until you see what your grandmother is going to do said hannah and hurried off while rosanna settled herself to wait presently the door opened mrs horton more pale and angry than ever came in she was carrying a plate there was a glass of water and a slice of bread on it she sat it down hard on the table End of chapter fourteen